Why exactly is Danton Heinen here again? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. I swear to you, I am not going to make some habit of poking and prodding at the Heinen signing, even though it makes no sense. And you're going to have to allow me at least one more episode to bark about it because it makes no sense. $1.1 million of a guaranteed one-way Pittsburgh-only NHL salary went to this player who really hasn't done much in the NHL. Oh, he started out okay with the Bruins his first couple of years in Boston. 16 goals in the 2017-18 season. Then he had 11 the season after that. And then nothing. Never hit double digits in goals again. So you ask, what is it that he does? What is it that you do around here? To quote Office Space. He's 6'1", 188 pounds, so he's not bringing size. He's semi-fast. He's not super fast, so he's not bringing you some additional vague element to team possession or something like that. He never rose up as some especially clutchy player. Three goals in 33 playoff games between Boston and Anaheim. And he's 26 years old, and he's a left shot who's coming to a team that's got too many left shots. What was this? When Ron Hextall was asked by Dave Molinari of our website, DK Pittsburgh Sports, about the Heinen signing, his response was that it was a value signing. He was looking at how much Heinen would get paid relative to what he's producing and said it's a value signing. We saw it as more of a value signing. And that's like walking through Sam's Club and getting to that last long aisle before you get to the bank of registers and seeing that one thing that's sitting there that you actually don't need. You don't need this thing. Uh, Let's say, like, uh, I don't know, leg warmers. And you see that the leg warmers are being sold for $2 when you know for a fact that they're worth, like, $8. So you pick up the leg warmers on the way out. Oh, and by the way... Back in the electronics section or whatever, you left behind some stuff that you actually could have used. You could have put that money toward. But you you, you got those leg warmers. You got a great deal on those leg warmers. You don't know what you're going to do with them, but you got them. That's, that's Heinen. That's Heinen. What can he do? What will he do? What will he add? All I know is that on Monday night, and understand, it's just one completely meaningless preseason game. He did nothing. He was barely visible. Maybe he's already made the team because of his great value. 
Maybe he just thinks he's made the team. But Brian Burke, in another interview with DK Pittsburgh Sports, pretty much called out Heinen as the one player that really looked like he didn't have it in that game Monday against the Blue Jackets. They've liked other things that they've seen from him in camp, but they didn't like him that night, according to Burke. So what are we doing here? Why is this guy here? This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Pretty good deal. Go to FuboTV.com slash DK because the deal's just for you, just for listening to this show. FuboTV.com slash DK. What do you do with him? What do you do with him? Well, the last couple of camp sessions, Heinen's been deployed on a line with Teddy Bluger and Zach Aston Reese, and he was asked about that after practice yesterday. Yeah, yeah, no, they're uh, they're two smart players. Um, uh, they can they can make plays too. So uh, it's been it's been good. Um, just trying to you know from Teddy and to get it in the system and uh, some players. So um, it's been good so far. Well, I don't get that one either. <laughs> I mean, I don't get what you're doing there. If you didn't get Brock McGinn to replace Brandon Tanev, then I can't imagine why you got Brock McGinn. McGinn is a similar player to Tanev. No one's actually like him. You know, he's he's a little odd, as you'll recall. And I say that in, in, in the good way. But McGinn is the guy that you would think works over there. He's played enough on the right side, played most of his time actually last season in Raleigh on the right side for the Hurricanes. And he seems to be the fit over there. So you can try Heinen there. Heinen has also spent time in camp on the very first line alongside Jeff Carter and Jake Gensel. Now, he's not playing on the first line. What do they want to see? Well, we all know about Mike Sullivan's love of wingers who can slide up and down the depth chart. And he would theoretically be one of those. But the Penguins already have a bunch of those. They needed this player like a hole in the head. And if this sounds excessively mean to someone that Pittsburgh hasn't even really seen yet, I'm not sure what else to say here. If he proves me wrong, he can prove me wrong. You know, I'm always happy to be proven wrong in that direction. And if he ends up being someone who contributes, oh, I don't know, 15, 16 goals in a bottom six non-power play spot, then he'll have been worth it. But he hasn't done that in years. He's doing some penalty killing now. He actually started that halfway through last season with the Ducks. But he's new at that, too. And the Penguins have penalty killers. They have lots of penalty killers. I don't know, man. This one is... Yeah. When we come back, just one question.
Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you always on this program by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they are committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. And they, in turn, need your help. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 from you, that's it, just one buck, can make for five full meals. $1 equals five meals. Find out how at pittsburghfoodbank.org. Gary has today's J1Q, and he asks, Do you get the sense that the Penguins plan to somehow address the logjam at left D? Young talent can fill in and give cap relief, it seems. I, I still don't have a sense, Gary, for what they're doing on the blue line in general. Uh, the other night after the Columbus preseason game, uh, Mike Sullivan was trying to explain to us in the room that jobs are more open than it might appear, that it's not just a matter of filling in for Cody Cece's vacancy. And really, by the way, who thought I was going to get through this whole show without once mentioning Cody CC? Parentheses around that remark. The way Sullivan portrayed this situation is that they have players who might appear to be set who aren't set. I'm, I really respect the guy and I'm not calling him a liar. He's doing coach type things by saying this. But I'm not seeing any one of Chris Letang, Brian Dumoulin, John Marino, Marcus Pedersen, or Mike Matheson, who won't be five of the starting six defensemen October 12 in Tampa, Florida. Okay? I think we can all agree on that. So what's left? CeCe's spot. Meaning to the right of Matheson, based on everything that we've seen to date about Marino and Pedersen sticking together. Who will play over there? Chances appear to be really good that it's going to end up being someone left-handed. I don't think that'll work. I don't think that'll be fair to Pierre-Olivier Joseph if it ends up being POJ. Brand new kid up into the NHL and you're telling him to go to your offside. I also certainly wouldn't want to see Matheson over there. Sure, he can skate. Anywhere you put him, he can skate himself out of trouble. But do you really want him turning to his forehand in the defensive zone and trying breakouts? Is that what you want? Mike Matheson breakouts from the right boards? No. No. So what's your solution? Well, maybe, Gary, it's contained within your question there. Maybe they do something to quote-unquote solve the logjam. Maybe they do make a trade. Remember that once rosters get set for the season, and that happens shortly before the opener itself, more possibilities become available for trades. And maybe that's what Sullivan had in mind when he was saying that, even though he wouldn't make the trade. And maybe that's what Hextall's kind of intimated similarly when he said that you know, other things can still happen. Maybe that's the direction that they'll go. And maybe it won't even be something that we'd be envisioning right now. Like Dumoulin. 
you know, the, the Penguins have had POJ at times early on in camp. They even talked about it with Latang. They talked about the value of having those two together. I don't know. Just saying. Just saying. Who knows? I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, not just today, but all week long. And we'll be back Monday with another new edition.